0: From the Markets section of the Wall Street Journal, Goldman Tries a New Commodities Play, by Christian Berthelsen and Justin Baer. Nearly 5,000 miles from New York, in postcard-perfect Hawaii, a new model for Wall Street's commodity business is taking shape. Goldman Sachs Group, Inc. earlier this year struck a deal to provide operating cash and credit guarantees to Oahu's Hawaii Independent Energy the state's largest supplier of jet and ship fuel, and a marketer of gasoline and diesel to retail outlets across Hawaii's islands. Known as inventory financing, the arrangement, while profitable for Goldman, typifies its new lower-risk, lower-return approach for commodities. Before the financial crisis, the firm's traders used the bank's capital to make big wagers on the direction of commodity prices. Now, tougher capital rules, along with the Dodd-Frank financial overhaul law, have chilled that trading business, leaving banks to pursue less profitable lines of work. We're replacing market risk with the credit risk of making loans, said Gregory Agron, a global co-head of commodity trading at Goldman. Commodity finance is part of traditional banking activity. The changes reflect a dramatic drop in bank revenue from commodity trading, down more than 30% in the last two years, according to Banking Consultancy Coalition. Revenue in Goldman's commodity unit totaled about $1.5 billion last year, less than half 2009's $3.4 billion, according to company documents and analysts' estimates. The financing arrangements take a lot of people and infrastructure, said the head of commodities at a bank that competes with Goldman. The old way, we had a few traders and it was hugely profitable. There's a much lower margin on this kind of business. The deals can come with returns of as low as 2%. Along with Goldman, J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, Citigroup Inc., and Bank of America Corp. have recently struck arrangements to expand their inventory financing businesses, according to people familiar with the matter. Last year, Citigroup agreed to provide a financing arrangement for operators of the Come-By-Chance refinery in Newfoundland, Canada, one person noted. Bank of America last year did the same for Philadelphia Energy Solutions, one of the largest refineries in the U.S., another one added. The conversation has heated up in the last six months or so, said Jeff Brady, global head of trade and loan products for North America at J.P. Morgan, which has struck two such deals and is negotiating two more with energy and metals companies. Goldman said revenue from commodity financing deals has doubled in the last two years, though it declined to offer specific figures and the business is still a much smaller revenue generator than trading, which matches buyers and sellers of various natural resources. In its new role, Goldman stands between refiners like Hawaii Independent Energy and suppliers of crude— paying for the oil that goes in and getting reimbursed after the refiner sells its fuels later. Instead of structuring the deals as trades, Goldman and other firms generally handle them as loans backed by the commodity player's inventories. In some cases, Goldman takes a percentage of any rise in oil prices during the life of the loan in return for a lower rate, people familiar with the matter said. The loan deals are also designed to appeal to energy companies under pressure from the drop in commodities prices. Because Goldman has a higher credit rating than many refiners and is willing to finance deals with cash up front, the producers often get paid faster, an important feature with oil prices low. Regulators have encouraged banks to get out of commodities trading, especially physical transactions that can require banks to take tankers across oceans. The Federal Reserve is expected to publish new rules soon that could make it even more difficult for banks to trade physical commodities, though bankers believe the loans will survive regulatory scrutiny. Still, the arrangements aren't entirely free of risks. To ensure the deals are arm's length, the banks must take title, at least momentarily, to physical crude oil and fuel. So there are still moments when banks legally own barrels that could expose the firms to liability in the event of an accident. To offset that risk, some banks have paid external parties, such as hedge funds, to hold the title. Goldman has faced political scrutiny over commodities after the bank's 2010 purchase of Metro International Trade Services, a Detroit-based metal warehousing firm, prices for aluminum soared. A Senate investigation last year found that metal shipment delays were caused by agreements between the warehouse and clients that increased revenue for Goldman and benefited its trading positions. Goldman denied manipulating the market. Goldman sold Metro at the end of last year and sold a stake in a Colombian coal mine earlier this year after it faced labor and environmental issues. It shifted about a dozen employees to the inventory financing businesses. In addition to Hawaii Energy, Goldman did a similar deal with Esser Oil UK, agreements with refineries in Texas and Arkansas, and a $150 million financing arrangement for PBF Energy, a refinery based in Parsippany, New Jersey, according to people familiar with the matter and filings. Representatives for Hawaii Energy PBF and ESSER Oil declined to comment.